Hi everyone, welcome to another very special episode of Dead Men Talk. I've been looking forward to this one in particular ever since a few weeks ago I got to speak to Dean and Pete um, from the movie Game Day. There was a part of the puzzle that was missing and I'm so happy that she's here today because we've got more to talk about as well. So an actress, producer, set designer, we'll get to that as well, <laughs> um, from, from Game Day and Derailed Battle McAdoo. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was, uh, I was very excited about this. Yeah, same here. Flattered. Was, oh, bless you. Oh, <laughs> this little thing. No. Um, I, I, I've already mentioned, I think, in the, uh, uh, in the show with, with um, Dean and Pete about how I already knew you. I didn't know I knew you, but I knew you when I saw right. Game Day. Which is so funny. Just had one of those moments, which is great. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll we'll get into that because there's a certain a certain film I touched on then, which it sounds like you've got a lot to talk about, and it's definitely oh, going yeah. down my realm. Our of, first film know. ever. Yeah, I, I still can't believe that, but that's fantastic. Let, let, let's not peak too soon. Let's not peak too soon. Okay, okay. So I think what I like to do really is just to sort of set the scene with my guests is. Um, Roll it back to the beginning. So yeah, you've did, obviously we know we know you you can act, you can produce films. You've done probably loads more besides that. Where did it all start for you in terms of films, acting? What came first, and you know, was it something you wanted to do when you were growing up? Give us a bit of a flavor of where it came from. It's kind of it's kind of funny because no, this was um, I was in the medical field first. So um, I went to college for bio pre med. So I was planning on becoming a doctor, mm -hmm. um, but as I close, got closer to graduation, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can afford to go to med school. <laughs> right. I already have debt. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a bit much. So I decided, you know, I'm just going to enter into the work world. Mm -hmm. And I was in uh, pharmaceutical sales. So that ended up being very lucrative and mm -hmm. a great career to be in. Um, I got married to the guy I met in college and we started a family. So yeah, I was in pharmaceutical sales. That was my job. Oh, I loved okay. it. It was great. Um, I had two little girls. And then as I started to get a little older, I was I wanted to take some time off. So I mm -hmm. took some time off and I, you know, was at home doing like odd jobs and stuff. One of the jobs I did part time as I worked for um, this plumber and uh, roofer. Okay. At this place, it was like in this big mill. Yeah. Um, and in this big mill. So I kind of helped to run the whole mill. And then there were these like little businesses in the mill that I helped to I helped with too, just like something I could do for a few hours with the kids are at school. Yeah. Well, during that time, there was an open audition for um, a producer who was in, she was, she was from Philadelphia and she was looking for kind of like Philadelphia talent because yeah. she was doing this show. It was called, um, it was for pilot season called high stakes. And it was about like a guy who owned a, uh, like a cheesesteak place, like a, Okay. Pasadena's yeah. are big in Philly, you know, mm -hmm. a Philly cheesesteak place. I've heard of it. And yeah. yeah. So then he kind of um witnesses like a mob hit and then goes into um into hiding. Okay. What do you call it? The witness protection program. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like what the the show was about. So long story short, is I, I there was this open audition and I did really well in it. I mean, I can do Philly. <laughs> I mean it's not that hard <laughs> without without even thinking about it yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> so from that and then I joined this acting class through that so I met all these like people who were actors and everything but this is I was I just turned 40 I was 40 years old when all this occurred I'm 45 now 
So it kind of just snowballed weirdly. So I got a part in this like pilot. So I got to fly to LA and experience all this. I met Leo Rossi, who was kind of like a, you know, he's, he's a well-known actor, which was, I played his girlfriend in it. And um, it was just like the coolest experience ever. So with that, there were some other opportunities with Suzanne De Laurentiis. And one of them was this movie called Derailed. Now, again, I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I just started acting, let alone I'm not like a producer. But the one thing that I think she kind of picked up on in class and stuff is I was sort of like a natural leader in class. But quite honestly, it's because I had been in the business world for a while. You know, I was, you know, 40 years old Mm. and a mother. Yeah. Like as a parent, like you kind of have to manage 5 million different things <laughs> at one time. So it's like, you're naturally like able to get things done yeah. easily. You got, you got your, I, I, I rarely swear on this, but you got your shit together basically. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Oh, <laughs> this is easy. So, so then it comes to derail. And um, so I kind of became like, I, I helped her along with other people, but I became one of the associate producers mm. and we were kind of trying to create this film on a low budget. And, you know, I became a part of the team and we were talking about how can we create this film that she wants to do on a lower budget. And I was able to, because I worked at the mill with like the people who, uh, you know, the plumber and the roofer. And then there were like all these other like guys on the property Mm -hmm. who, you know, they, they could do anything. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like a, like a giant area where we could get things done. So long story short is, you know, she's like, oh, well, we need a train and we need, (laughs) this is pretty much just, we need like a ditch, we need a ditch, right? And the ditch, we need to line the ditch and then (laughs) we need to fill it with water and then we need to build a train and then we're going to take the train and we're going to stick it in the ditch. And I was like, we can totally do that. Okay, that came out of your mouth. Did you actually believe it? I was like, time? oh, yeah, please. <laughs> well, we did. We like, I, I we don't did. even know. It's like, I cannot believe that we accomplished this goal, but we did. That's so amazing. I had this part in the movie where, hold on, I'll do it. Since you recognize me, welcome aboard. <laughs> I was meant to do that at the start. Pete told me to greet you like that and I forgot. I'm then and then. Yes. <laughs> bad in the movie first of all I was so bad in the movie it was the first thing I ever did I had no idea what I was doing when I say I had zero idea like mm. like I was just like thrown onto set and they're like okay you're ready and I'm like Maybe. oh my god <laughs> I'm oh. in LA like half of the time I'm in LA then I have to go back to Philly to get the train that was not built yet it, they were working on it while I was in LA I had to get back to Philly in like a few days to make sure the train's done and the ditch is ready to go to put the train so like the stress was like <laughs> unreal it, it was it was unbelievable so meanwhile during that time I was also in the movie Hollywood which Pete was a star of yeah okay. in that same it was like a two week period of time where I literally I don't think I slept for more than one hour in the entire two weeks that's how insane it was when I say I, like it was the most intense yeah. thing like I've had two babies mm. that's nothing and there you go every parent yeah. that's watching this feels your pain already I think to be to be thinking yeah this like those worse. sleepless nights 
easy compared to the two weeks of my life, two to three weeks that I worked on this movie. Anyway, we did it. So we, like all the guys, like we're able to come together to build this train, dig the ditch, fill it with water, <laughs> the whole thing. It got done. And there you go. And they could just have, and, and what, a few weeks before that, you had no idea the kind of thing that you were going to let yourself into. No, like I, we, like I was thrown into it. And sometimes I say this too. Sometimes it's like the best thing ever to just be thrown into something because, I mean, I if I would have gone to, you know, college for, mm. you know, producing and stuff, I would not have learned as much as I did. That's, in that, I, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. So, sort of prior to this, I know you said it was an open audition and everything. Had you done any kind of acting, producing anything, like even nothing? No, That's Zero. incredible. That's nothing. Incredible. My my um, like, pretty much what I brought to the table was that I was in the business world. I was highly organized because I was a mother. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and just easy I could like manage a lot of things at once right so that's kind of what I brought and so and there you go. that was it there you go. So and then from there I, I met Pete and everything during that this whole process and he became you know he's like a learned actor mm-hmm. and he became like my teacher and we ended up opening the studio together so now we own a business together um <laughs> called the actors go up and so, you, so this is my life now i'm in my studio he's editing in the other room like if somebody would have told me this six years ago i would do yeah, like right. yeah right at, at, any, at any point have you thought i'd probably just need to stand still for a moment and or, or just now just 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 keep going i'm on a roll i'm like you know what you know, I mean, if I'm 45 now, I only have like another 55 years to live. And I have like a lot of things I want to accomplish. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to keep going. And that's great. And that's great that you're aiming that high as well. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah. say, yeah, if I make it to 70, 75, I'm happy. Now you're going for the century. I like it. Oh, yeah. For I the like century. It. And with what we accomplished, like in five years, I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Imagine the next five years, what I'm going to get done. Cool. And and part of that time was during a pandemic. So come on now. I mean, that as well, yeah. But there's so much that we can unpack here, really. I mean, let's go back to derail just just briefly. Anyone out there who sorry, I know you probably don't keep wanting to go back there. Please don't um, judge my acting in derailed, okay? Just no, no, no. That. <laughs> hey, <laughs> please. I, I was not going to say that at all. I was like, I was when I I went back and watched the film again after I spoke to. Um, oh God. Because I was like, because I knew that you were in it, I was like, I've. I've got to go back and I've got to watch it. Um, I was, I, I'm not going to give too much away here. I wondered where you had gone, if I'm honest, because you're there for a time and then you're not there. I died. Some... And that's Don't... what I was thinking. We, yeah, it was in that cult. Yeah, we won't give too much. People yeah, that are watching this. You want to know why I, ha- I had to die then? Because there was no way that I could be also in the, because there was too much going on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was trying to like run everything when, you know, the whole part after the train was, crashed yeah that point on we were in philly and i was helping to run the whole thing and i'm like just just can we just say i died like i can't (laughs) i can't do both like i i literally couldn't and the guy who like ran the mill was like screaming at me all the time he was like (laughs) flipping out he's like i had no idea it was going to be this crazy and i was like i didn't either i don't know what to say so he's like you're gonna be fired and i was like oh no I was like, I don't even care if I'm fired. I just want to get through these. Like, I just want to get the movie done. Yeah. So that they just delayed it. Can you, can you give it, I I want to hear this from you actually. Can you give a bit of a rundown what the film's about for anyone out there who hasn't seen it? 
Yes. So I would, so this story um, was by Dale Fabregar. He was a director and Everett Wallen, I believe his name is. Anyway, so the story is this, you know how there's like the, um, you can go on these like date nights where you, you, it's like a murder mystery thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this was like, like one of those, like it's a date night, but you're on like a little train and you go on a train ride. And they actually have one somewhere in Philly like this. They do. I, I didn't know they about do these. They, they, yeah, they do the like these. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you, you know, it's like a, you know. Like murder, date, murder on the Orient Express. Murder mystery. Thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so the whole point was um, there was this train. And so some of the people were like actors on it. Mm. Right. Obviously, they're like the murder mystery actors. And some of the people were there to like enjoy the experience mm. of this murder mystery train. Mm-hmm. So they go on this like journey. Well, the train gets derailed right so it gets derailed and it goes it goes into the water Mm. so into a a body of water which you know which was actually a a creek in philly (laughs) (laughs) and this is this is almost like we didn't reveal that (laughs) i don't think you needed to to be honest with you it was a man-made ditch right next to creek (laughs) in philadelphia it just shows you even even on a lower budget and that it just shows you what you can do because you would never have known that i mean i i don't know right i know right you know when she's like running oh so let me finish the story so yeah then not only is like the movie like oh my god the train it's in the water right well also there is like this mystery creature who is coming to gobble people up and he has like all these teeth and it's It's so, a cool creature. Yeah, it's cool, right? Yeah. So that was cool too, because um, I also have videos of that while we were at the mill filming. Like they they had to put that all that on him, and then they had all this like weird like goo that they'd slap on oh, him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made them all like like mucusy, like, as if he had just come out of a ditch. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. So it was like a whole process of like putting the thing on and then putting like the stuff on him to make it all like. So a lot of horror films, I will, I will. It's, it's, I'm not doing it an injustice by saying it is like a, a B movie horror film because I absolutely love those. You know, they're the kind of thing I'm drawn to. You see a lot nowadays. A lot of these films use a, too much CGI. Okay. In what they do, and I think it makes it sound odd. <laughs> makes it quite unbelievable. A lot of these right. films are quite unbelievable. But you know, there, there was no real CGI with this creature. Um, yeah, he was like that was a real like thing that he was like, on. Yeah, which I was quite impressed with, to be honest. And your yeah. so your train is in the pivotal part because when the story starts to take a bit of a turn, it's 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 your train where it all kind of takes place and then sort of takes off from there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you know the guy Frank Lammers, who was like the 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 guy who like came in to tell the story. Yeah, you know, that that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hat. The hat. Yeah. So he's a very famous actor from the Netherlands. I don't know if you knew that. I, I recognize his face. So right. he's in Undercover, which is like, I watched the whole thing. It's like okay. all like subtitled and stuff because he's Dutch. But so he came to America a few times and I met up with him. Right. So I still talk to him. Cool. Yeah. And he's like the coolest guy ever. I met him on that, you know, That's on the cool. set, in the LA part. He didn't yeah. get to experience the, the Philly debacle, but um. <laughs> Yes. So long story short, so this creature like gobbles these people and stuff. But at the end of the movie, you'll see the surprise because yes. really it's it's supposed to be um what's the word? Like symbolic, a metaphor. Yes. Or like purgatory kind of. Yeah. That's what well, this, the I whole 
Yeah. Did you, cool. Yeah. So that's what, that's the whole thing. It's like yeah. some um, people like get to move on and let go, Yeah. but some you have to yeah. get back on the train again. And an extra special, you know, for any sci-fi horror fans out there, it's got Lance Henriksen at the end as well. Yeah. And that's right. You know, I mean, yeah, right. So you know, he was, which was like a fun, like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Right? Did, you, did you get to be around him, or you know, was I did not get to meet him because wow. at that point, those were the few days. So I'd gone like the first few days of filming in LA. He came, um, like I left, and then they had two more days of filming. He was mm. at the during those days when I was going back to finish the right. train. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to actually personally uh, meet him. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, anyway, with- you had your name up there with him. So yeah, really there cool. we go. That's very cool. Now I know you. We touched. We we had a play with this before we came on. You got a little bit of footage you can sort of share with us. Yes, I do. This. So I was like going through my Dropbox trying to find all this right before I got. It. I was like, <laughs> this oh my is God. ultra cool, by the way. I've I've always that kind of sense. wanted this kind of aspect of one of my episodes. So. Here we go. Um, is this it? Wait, let me see. Oh, here we go. So let me just make this big. Okay. Oh yeah, there we go. Now I just messed it up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So can you see it? Are yes. you seeing the screen? Yes. Or my face? You're seeing the screen. Now see the screen. Your face is off to the okay. side. So it's all good. Okay. Ready? Yep. So I'm gonna play this. Oh, sorry. So the way we put the train in there is we had these PVC pipes to roll it. Like literally this this system is how we rolled it in. And we thought we were worried (laughs) that those are the the very classy men that I work with at the middle. Oh, doing a bit Um, of overtime there, guys. I was worried it was going to like break in half the train. We were all kind of worried about that, but it didn't. We got it in. Well, so that's the guy who's yelling at me all the time. You're rolling this. You you designed the train. Did you? Or what what was your role in, in sort of getting There's that my buddies Sean and Pat. They helped build this. <laughs> Loving life. So there it is. <laughs> That's, that is very, very cool. Oh my gosh. There's Patrick for you. So there's <laughs> that one. Then hold on. Let me see. This will show. Oh, this was before it was painted, so you can kind of see like okay. how we have it on the the whole system, how we're going to put yeah. it in the water. <laughs> and then we ended up painting it and stuff. But yeah, this is literally just like back in this one section of land that was yeah. right near the creek. That's so cool. It was it was pretty cool. I mean yeah. The whole I, like watching this come to life, I have to say, was quite. And I, I always, it always amazes me when you see sort of behind the scenes of these films, and you see what happens on screen. You see what it was as it was being built and being shot. It looks nothing like it. I mean, how, how? Can right? you, yeah, actually... you can't believe this. So here, this is the best picture, I would say. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can see how this is like literally they dug this out. Yeah. Right, and then we just lined it. The lining it was hard. I bet, yeah. To you know, to get it to kind of like seal, yeah, yeah, and then put the water in. But that, so you can see how like it, it kind of worked. That is insane. So what happened to it afterwards? Then does it still exist? Then we actually just, um, it was kind of fun because I got to go with like a big sledgehammer. <laughs> you just took it all apart. Oh, here, that's a good picture too. That one, and then I have one more. Sh- 
Oh, this was my friend Dave. So yes, that's a this is actually a machete that we had to use to like cut some of the stuff down. So you know the part at the end when when um the the lead character, she's like running through yeah. like the water stuff. That that building there, that's the this is the mill. Oh, okay. The side of the mill. And in the back of the mill was that creek and she was like running through the creek. Yeah, yeah. So we were kind of like cl clearing a space for her to get into that creek. Yes, I had to wear waders and everything. That was fine. That's it. <laughs> a bit different than the costume we see you in at the beginning. But, um, yes. Okay. That's so that, there we go. <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you so much for that. That is that's a real a real insight into, um, you know, when you're putting all this stuff together, do you have a off going off in your head how it is going to look on camera? I mean, how do you know it's it's I. I had no idea because especially this was my first time doing any of this. Mm. Like my first time acting in a film, my first time building a train. <laughs> Probably the last time. <laughs> Sounds it? so insane. <laughs> you know, like yeah. my first time building a train and a ditch and filling it with water. And then, so I just was like, what do you need? You know, yeah. like I pretty much said like, okay, so just try to explain to me like Dale, who was a director, I was like, mm. just explain to me what it is you need. Mm. And I'll check in with you. Like, is this it? Mm. Does this look good? So we need a way to get it in. So like, how about this system with like, we're yeah. going to just roll it. We're just going to roll it. And he's like, that's fine. As long, you know, sure. so, and we couldn't roll it in until that the day of filming. Cause if you think about it, if it was in water, it's going to like rot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had to like roll it in that day which was like extremely stressful. I was going to say, you also, yeah, just got that one shot almost, you know. That's a, a yeah, and we were like, one well, as it's being rolled in, you're thinking, oh my gosh, the whole thing's going to crack. Because it's like, it's yeah. not like super strong wood. No, no, we're no. It's just fall. But thank God it didn't. It yeah. actually, the whole thing went down. So Well, there you go. I mean, what a start to pretty cool your career really you know the, i mean some people will build up to that kind of thing you decide no i'm just going to go hell on i'm going well, to start I was, there well, not even decided i was to, thinking yeah. like since i own like an acting studio now i'm like oh my gosh we should put together a course called like crash course <laughs> <laughs> i'm like all right listen you're going to build a plane yeah. and then you're going to take the plane and you're going to throw it in a forest go <laughs> i'm sure the owner of that mill is saying please don't come back here I don't want to do doing this. Well, anymore. yeah, I left there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, get out. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving anyway. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. It well, was a good thing because then good I got to last open my studio. I hope you're watching this. <laughs> better be. Better be. I'll tag him. Let me know. Um, so going going on from there, then obviously, you know, once you've once you've conquered that the only way is up i suppose you know you, you've already kind of you know, you you've hit the ground running so you touched then on a few other projects that then brought you um to pete and then obviously eventually as we know from the conversation from the other episode onto game day yeah fill 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 that gap in and then sort of let's talk about game day your your take on game day as well and your sure. your you know whatever you can so game about. day i would say that was like when i got to really like I, after the whole, you know, the derailed thing, I was working on all so many other aspects. I really like, since I was into doing crash courses, I was like very much into acting mm. and like the art of acting. And I wanted to improve those skills, you know? Yeah. So um, I really delved into that. And Pete was a huge help. Like, I mean, he's my mentor who's, you know, I was with him all the time because we opened this business. Mm -hmm. So from there, we produced a few other things. 
and we were working on several different projects, but then the pandemic hit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like with our studio, the one thing we did is we had kids classes because I have two daughters Mm -hmm. and they wanted to take like, you know, classes for film and television. And Mm -hmm. there was one studio who who did that and they kind of shut down. So, but they were very helpful with having us open this. So we did like a a really cute little short film called um, The 12 Angry Pigs with all these like little kids. It was really really cute. Yeah, it was so cute. And then we had a red carpet premiere. Oh my gosh. They were like freaking out. So we did the whole red carpet. We had a limo and they all like got in limo. The limo like literally like went around like the town like twice. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. And they were all like on the red carpet. And then the pandemic hit right right yeah. after that so it was like such like oh, a letdown but um during that time is when the game day situation came to us and I think mm-hmm. you know Dean and Pete touched on that mm-hmm. so I had tried out for both the the uh spot of Michelle and Jamie okay. okay so I had actually auditioned for both of them they wanted me to be in the um I got the Jamie mm-hmm. role which was great yeah so yeah, I mean, I just, I connected with that script immediately. Like the whole premise of it, I come from a very dysfunctional family. So I was like, oh, this sounds just like. <laughs> just a normal Sunday. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> you know, so it was like, it was easy to connect with. And then yeah. once I met um, Dean, like I met him over um, Facebook and stuff. It was kind of like a chemistry read type of thing. It was yeah. just, it was easy. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah, I I loved 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 the uh the the entire script. I loved everything about it. It's, and then we're gonna be working with Dean again on another another script that he wrote, which is oh my gosh, it's the best thing I've ever read. And really? I read That's cool. constantly now. All I do is read scripts because people are always like sending them, yeah, because they want to produce that they want us to produce things. But um, yeah. and I read like a lot of crap. <laughs> <laughs> like what is this? Yeah, but then you find the good ones and obviously yeah, and it's, oh, so. this is so great. Mm. Um, yeah, so th- that's what happened with game day. And then since then we produced something called the seven, which I'll send it to you actually. It's oh, our team movie that we did. Okay, cool. I'll send you the link. We're right now we're in the process of submitting it to a bunch of film festivals. Yeah. But we so we had zero budget. When I say zero okay. budget, yeah. we put together this whole script and um we got this guy, Rob Kakagna, who's fantastic. He's a great DP and fantastic at special effects. Mm-hmm. You're not going to believe the special effects and everything in this movie. Right. And again, we literally did this with zero budget with our teen class. And now they're going to be, our teens are going to be like superstars. Wow. <laughs> can, can you give us any kind of like, you know, synopsis of what, what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. give us a flavor. So the reason why we came up with the whole, like, we're going to write the short film is I wanted some like original, um, we were kind of writing original content for the teens yeah. because there's only so much you can find online and in these books yeah. where it's like, it starts to get like boring and redundant. Mm. So I was like, okay, we have like 10 kids in the class. Seven's my lucky number. I was born 11, seven, 77. Pete is one eleven seventy one. 71. Okay. We meet people all the time with sevens and ones. So I was just like, okay, we're going to go with seven. Okay. So there's, there's seven like chakras right yeah yeah so I was gonna say I was it's like, a very very symbolic number yeah very symbolic mm. so I was like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have the seven main main kids and they each have like a super heightened thing the mm-hmm. height whatever their chakra is yeah. and then we have these like periphery characters okay this will work so that's what we did that was like the premise cool. and then I'd watch his Jordan Peterson talk 
Um, I don't know if you listen to him at all, but he said something that like the meek shall inherit the earth and how it, I always thought like what that meant was, I was always like, it always weirded me out. I'm like, you think of like this little like weak person. <laughs> and he's like, no, it, it's like the strongest soldier, right? Who, and I just listened to this talk. So this mm-hmm. came in my mind. It's like the strongest soldier who sheathes his weapon, but okay. he's like the strongest one. He just knows to not use his weapon unless he yes. has to use it. So that's really that. what meek means. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so let's say that that in the end, the whole point is like to put your power down to control wow. it, okay. you know? So that was the point of it. It kind of came from that talk and that's, and it all came from like, we, we can't keep using the same boring books and like yeah, looking through yeah. scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to send it to that's you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do that. I can't wait to see I think it. you're going to really you. like it. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, well, all the best with that. You know, that's, thank uh, you. That yeah. Fantastic. So um, anything else, you know, you've got going on or you want to work to, even if it's something that is in fruition, it meant that you want to work towards ideally, you got any plans bubbling away? I think the biggest thing is I want to work on things that mean something, you know, okay. that, that I connect with. And yeah. I really want to bring in like local talent, like the whole Hollywood thing and stuff. I'm over and done with it. Like mm. I want, there's so many talented, unbelievably talented people mm. like right here in Philly. And what you can do with just like some people in your area, wherever you live, yeah. these talented people, when they come together, it's unbelievable what yeah. you can accomplish. It's it's like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I just did a short film called I See You using all local, like even local music, like musicians. Oh, okay. I want to use everybody local mm-hmm. to, to get something done. And what we did with the seven, again, it's just like people sharing their talents. So Going forward, I want to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's another short film I'm going to send you too. Um, and that's called, I want that one now, um, Twist of Fate. And Rodell is a director of that. And he would love to talk to you. I told him all about you. And he was oh. like, oh my gosh, I really want to talk to him. Oh, really? So, cool. Yeah. Send him my way. Absolutely. I love Rodell Belafonte Brown. So he wants wow. to speak with you also. Okay, cool. Well, well yeah, give me the details. So we'll set that up. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love this. This is this is one of the reasons why I, you know, if you wind it right back to when I started, well, the reason I started podcasting is, is, is because yeah, I want to really. hear about that because I don't know how you got started so and like my, you're obviously a movie buff, right? Yeah, so I started off um, mo- movies and music with my you know two big loves, and then I always say this this way because I think it sounds funny, but I I became a writer. Uh, I started writing my first horror novel when I found out my wife was pregnant. <laughs> Make connections, <laughs> whatever you want. It, it spurred something in me. It wasn't necessarily a horror novel that I was writing, but I because I'd always watch horror films, I listen to heavy metal music, I play horror survival games. Okay. These kind of stories were all, all already there and I needed some way to, to get them out. So I started writing and I've written a trilogy of horror novels. Uh, oh, with a, awesome. another another standalone one on the side as well and i've written two kids books covid came along and it put paid to my inspiration i suppose i was work i was halfway through a new novel that it was too close i think it was, it was the, the main character is a guy who can basically kill people by touching them and when covid came along i thought i can't write about this now because i'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. you know too engrossed with that it, sure. it's, there's too much of that going on so i the reason why I've I've kind of looking at probably stepping away from the podcasting for a bit is I'm going back to finish that. I have I decided it. I need to put it, I need to finish it. There's another trilogy there. So the podcast really was while I was sat not writing, I was 
kind of thinking that I've had all these odd little influences along the way that have fed into my stories. I want to talk about them. My first two series were just me talking about, I took every story I've written and I broke it down into each of the little bits that I, you know, local things that fed into characters or settings, that kind of thing. And, and then I, I knew a few, I, I met a few authors along the way, obviously through my years. And I just, I invited them on for interviews and this is where then it went a different direction. I get to talk to people like you about how, you know, where you get your inspiration from, how you, drive yourself creatively creatively and this uh-huh. this is just these networks that i absolutely love has come from doing this is it's put me in touch with so many people like yourself i'm sure too yeah. like yeah it does spark your ideas it if does. you're a writer and you know especially like a novelist to like mm. bring all those especially for yeah. character types too to meet these different people that yeah oh, i can't wait for you to meet rodell <laughs> <laughs> amazing well, he's gonna be the most interesting character ever he's like the nicest person you ever met in your life where he's almost so nice that you're like you know. <laughs> what's the deal yeah exactly I was about to say and that, remember yeah. i was talking about the sevens and the ones so yeah. i'm 11 7 77 i meet this guy rodell he'll tell you how we met it was like just <laughs> like a chance meet. so he's one seven 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 oh that's okay. perfect <laughs> how weird is that that is it's, they're everywhere you're all drawn together aren't you really i can't i i haven't got a seven that i can offer you i know it's like what's your birthday <laughs> yeah no no sevens in there sorry no yeah. okay okay elevens and fours oddly enough eleven and four is my lucky number and but eleven 11th. 11th of april is my birthday so okay oh, you're born yeah. on the 11th it's always the 7th or the 11th ah, so it's interesting because pete's the 11th oh right there you go it's weird isn't it right so you're the 11th okay there you go there you go wow no Val this has been this has been fantastic thank you so much yeah this has been so much fun thank you so much for having me no I'm glad I got to talk about this I haven't I haven't talked about the whole different (laughs) thing like in I I mean really ever I mean I I kind of went into like a a hiding from it (laughs) I didn't I I I wasn't sure if it was one of those things because, you know, you get some people who, who don't want to talk about certain things that they've done before. I wasn't sure if this was a good one or a bad one, but I was like, as soon as I knew that was, because I, I set aside a few questions during the game day interview to ask you, Okay. So, you know, welcome. Go. I can, that's it. And I didn't bloody do it, did I? I, I? Even today, I was like, I've got to open that. Got to open that. All right. Well, can you close the podcast with like, well, come on, boy. Not as well as you. I'll ask you to do it, I think, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> I want you to do it. <laughs> no way. Nobody needs No, because you show me up now. So Because okay. well. so. I'm so good at it. You are. Absolutely. My acting debut. <laughs> hey. I got much better at acting good. Good. since well, then. So thank God. Fair, the amount of screen time that you had, I mean. It, it was so little, but yeah. But so, it was I watched a- it and I'm like, oh, my God, it was so bad. <laughs> a pivotal moment you know and it's, live and it's, learn live and learn there you go we all start somewhere <laughs> listen Val before I let you go where can people find you if you want them to kind of keep up to date with what you're doing even you you um the uh the actors co-op whatever however however yeah can well find I guess you, look up Val McAdoo so you'll see if you look up Val McAdoo it's M-C-A-D-O-O if you google me there's imdb so you see the projects I'm working on and stuff like that and then the actors co-op it's the actors co-op.com so that's that's like our you know company website mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm on instagram and facebook okay. that kind of thing 
and the so. great thing you've got a name a bit like me really you've got a name that, that is not really out there a lot so you know it's very easy yeah. to find you yeah so. yeah there's no other like Val McAdoo Val no. so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so so much now I know Pete is around there I didn't know if oh, you yeah. wanted to say did, did, hey. you, did you want to say goodbye for the purpose of the episode because that yeah would be he amazing. does, he does. <laughs> Peter I'm surprised he can hear because he has his like headset on because when he's editing it like drives me <laughs> I I have my I have my wife sometimes behind me doing her stuff while I'm listening to these. I have to have my yeah. He has this thing. She, she calls she me like my mother. Do you get your middle name as well? If you if you if you Gerard uh, you know, Peter Gerard. <laughs> I like it. Hey, Pete Postiglione. I got it right. <laughs> She's a gem, right? Absolutely. This Thank has you. been fantastic. This yeah, I call her Ruby. She's such a gem. <laughs> You've never once called me Ruby. Not, not once, never once. You will have to now. I've got this on camera. I'm still recording. Oh, okay. So there Good. you go. But uh, right. Pete, it's so great to see you again. Thank you so, so much again for um, um, putting me in touch with Val, you know, coming on a few weeks ago. It's great to talk to you. And off of the back of that, I will say this as well, and I don't mind saying this on the camera, is after I spoke to you, uh, once I found out you were in Silver Lines Playbook, I, a bit like I did with Derailed, I went back and watched that. I went and watched that. And I, because I needed to, I almost needed to see you in it. And I tell you what, what a film! It wasn't yeah. one, yeah. wasn't one that I would have gone to, you know, and, and until That's I knew it myself. It's a fantastic film. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. And Pete's part, he's like, I'm a litigant. <laughs> I know he's smooth. He's Do you smooth. want another drink? Right. So <laughs> I'm a litigator. But to I, have and a... Jennifer Lawrence is like, yeah, fine. I know, but to, to have a scene with like the two stars now, that's quite cool. That's very, very right? cool. You know. It was, uh, that was quite a day. Yeah, I bet it was. I bet yeah, it was. Day. Um, Robert De Niro, was he there when you, because he was in the same scene. But So he was there. Uh, however, he was on the other side of the room. We were in yeah. a ball. There's about 250 people there. Right. So okay. it was pretty crowded. And he was across the room from where we were doing our scene. Mm. And we were told before we even arrived, don't go over to him. Oh, really? Don't look at him. Don't Not talk him. to him. Yeah. Don't bug him. Oh, no. Yeah. Like Medusa, don't look him in the eye. Yeah, can't look him <laughs> in the eye. That's right. So I just walked by slyly and patted him on the ass and said, good game. <laughs> it's my card. He um, would do that. I too. totally that would do that. That's what I would do. Hey, you're only there, you know, only there the once, aren't you? Hey, yeah. he yeah. might remember you for that. Not, not necessarily yeah, right. Sense, but yeah. He's the guy that hit me in the ass. Yeah, there you go. You my guess, Did uh, Val tell you about her short films that she has coming up? Yes, absolutely. Looking good. forward to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. We'll have to send you copies of those. Once and I'm going to send them a seven too. Oh, good. Yeah, thank good. you so much for that. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll say for the purpose of everyone watching, and listening, thank you so much, Val, and thank you, Pete, for popping back in. This thank you. Absolutely fantastic. You know, um, congratulations with everything you're doing. All the best with what you got coming out. I'll be keeping a very close eye. I'm uh, excited to listen to all your podcasts about oh, the way you like came up yeah, with your... it. Yeah, um, if you find it, go back to the audio ones. If you find it on Spotify, Anchor, all that. If you go right back, so to I the just end, go under what under oh, your De Dead Men Talk. Okay, that's right, what I thought so it would be. Okay, I can send you the link and everything. But yeah, thank you. But um, yeah, you'll find me all the way back to season one. It's uh, um, yeah, I like listening to that stuff. Cool. 
So yeah, apologies. that'd it's, be great. It's, it's a it's a bit raw. I, I was That's very okay. very new to it at the time. So. Hey, you saw derailed. <laughs> I was raw. In I was thinking that I wasn't going to say it. We so we're good. Chris, <laughs> did you say welcome aboard, Chris? Like I asked. I you didn't. To... I forgot. I oh, beat him to it. Oh, I, yeah. like, <laughs> I know how you recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> I had it all to go as well. Again, up here, never came out of my mouth. And then, she, then my my daughter's always like, "Mom, do it again." I'm like, "Okay, hold on. <laughs> my boy." <laughs> hey, you know what? Still recording. This is this is golden. Anyway, I will say goodbye for the purpose of this. Thank you so so much for coming on. Thank you. All right, Chris, Chris Tetrope, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.